gosh, hi. You're never going to guess what I did today. Oh, my gosh. You didn't. A, you know I did. And B, you know that's why you love me. Oh, my God. We are so annoying. I hate us already. I love us. So how, how do you want to do, do this? Do you want to ask me questions? Do I want to ask you questions? <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of I Hate Us Already, a podcast hosted by Kelsey Barnes. And Sydney Bullen. Look at us, <laughs> killing that intro. I feel um, like I sing my name every time. Because I was like, going to hey. say, I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure you do too. <laughs> that's, that's fine. I mean, if you just say it like, Sydney Bullen. All right. I don't know. It just sounds better, son. I mean, you're better than me because earlier today I was literally... Oh, I need to kill this fly. <laughs> There's a fly and I need to kill it. I'm so sorry. Because <laughs> um, today I was literally like going through my baby name list and being like what they would sound like with my last name. Yes, my kids are going to have my last name. Or it'll be double bear the one or the other. Like Ed Sheeran's baby? Pardon? Said like Ed Sheeran's baby? Yeah, and the, the initial, I told you this, right? The initials are literally last. Yes, yeah. I noticed that. And I was like, wait, that's really so cute. cute. And I like, mean, I think it was on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I hope, I think it is. Yeah, I, I hope. feel like, yeah, very cute, very pure. Uh, what's new with you? What are you drinking? What have you been listening to, et cetera, et cetera? Um, I'm drinking sweet tea because it's been hot. It's better these last couple of weeks, but I made myself a sweet tea. Very nice. Um, what have I been listening to? Let me pull up the old Spotify. Let me see. You know better than I know, because you always screenshot my recently played. And For the listeners, what I've been doing with my friends is that I will just be browsing on Spotify, and I'll just look over and see what my friends are listening to, and, like, Sydney will be listening, what's, what's a good example? WAP. Yeah, like, she's listening to WAP by Cardi B and like, the <laughs> Stallion. And I'm like... Not in a bad way. I'm just like, hey, like, how's it going? It's like 9 a.m. on a Monday. <laughs> Come on. You good? Or it'll be like my friend Noreen, and Noreen will be listening to, like, the High School Musical soundtrack, and I'm like, hey, girl, you doing well? Or it'll be somebody, like, listening, or, like, when Folklore came out, and, like, it was, like, five of my friends, and I just took a screenshot, and I'm like, you good with a question <laughs> I really have been listening to a lot of the new Little Mix song. Yeah, um, I saw you, you were listening to Strip featuring Shara J two hours ago based on my spot. Yes, I was. <laughs> um, I've been listening to their song Holiday a lot as well. And then um, Amy Allen, her two songs. I've been listening to that a lot as well. Um, what have I been listening to? Let me see. Um, I keep meaning to put all the artists we talk about in a playlist on Spotify, but I haven't got around to it yet. Oh, that's a good idea. Uh, Lovely the band's new album, Conversations with Myself About You. Olivia Dean's EP, OK Love You Bye. Let's see. 
my friend Taylor Noel just had a song come out today called West End, and it is chef's kiss. It's really cute. It made me feel like I was walking around Nashville. Back, back in Nashville. Going to cook out, getting my $5 chicken nuggets with the side of chicken nuggets with the side of a chicken sandwich and a milkshake. That sounds amazing. I'm so sad that I've never experienced this. It's really gross. Um, and it was back when I ate meat, so now I don't know what I would get. But I'm okay. that was definitely like me and my friends at 2 a.m. Hey, you want to go get a ton of food and a milkshake? Yeah, let's do it. Why does that seem like that? That seems like it would never happen anymore. <laughs> like, I'm so sad. Taylor <laughs> actually was just posting, like, her song against, like, a bunch of, like, it'll be, like, her at a party with a whole bunch of people. And I'm like, this song is perfect. And I just miss being around other people. Oh, same. I don't even like house parties. And I think when quarantine is over, if somebody's like, there's going to be a big house party out by UCLA, I'd be like, let's do it. <laughs> The minute, the minute I am in LA and we are invited to any sort of shindig, which we probably won't be invited to any now because I just called it a shindig. <laughs> I mean, we can go to my friend group's parties. Yeah, we why just not? play uh, board games and drink cocktails because we're yeah. old. <laughs> but you know. I don't get invited to fancy parties. I don't know about you. Maybe when you live here, we'll be invited to fancy parties. Yeah, I feel like maybe. Because he's literally just like, yeah, when I'm there, we'll be cool. No, no, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't mean it like that. Like, I know. <laughs> I'm drinking water because I finished my chocolate milk. What else is new? How has your two weeks been? Mm, they've been kind of sad. Aww. Like, Chad with Bozeman made me really sad. And I remember a couple other things that I was like, oh, that hurts me. But right now, I can't remember what they are, which is probably a good thing. The way this podcast just went from like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. No, no, I mean, it was, yeah, Friday was crazy. Like, I, I was watching a movie and um, yeah, my brother, like at like, I think it was like 10 o'clock or something. And my brother was just like, they're reporting that Chadwick Boseman died. And I was like, I literally, my response was no fucking way. Like word for word, no yeah. way. Just because like, like everybody, it was just obviously a, a complete and utter shock. And, and I know like a lot of people they don't rush to Twitter to talk about things, but like they, we use the internet as kind of a, a way to grieve, mm-hmm. especially in regards to a loss of a celebrity, because that's how we are somewhat connected to these people. Yes. And I just remember like one, like wanting to tweet something out. I don't, I don't really comment on like celebrity deaths that much mm-hmm. just because I don't, again, it's not, unless it's somebody that's like really, really like, so, like when, um, oh my God. <laughs> Carrie Fisher died like that was something that really really I've been quite lucky to not have to experience a lot of people like celebrity deaths that I am really I didn't expect to be impacted by this one as much as I was but mm. I I think the unexpectedness of it put into it but oh it just got me yeah I 
as you saw in my close friend's story on Instagram. <laughs> I was just, it was just not, it was, yeah, it was, I don't, again, it's even still hard for me to even talk about it now. Just, yeah. it, I think for, for me and kind of what I said in my tweet, cause I, I wrote out a million tweets and I just, I was like, I don't even have the words to even, just like the, the impact that he had on like representation yeah. or black. Yeah. That's what, that's also what was getting me. I don't think we've talked about it. Maybe maybe we have, but massive Marvel fan over mm-hmm. here. Like the mm-hmm. MCU is my end of the I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's perfect. I think it's fantastic, and I will love it for my entire life. Um, and Black Panther, I just it's not like my favorite, but I loved it for the people that loved it. Um, because you could really see how much it meant to people and how much it was needed. And, and you, uh, could feel, you could feel the, while you're watching it, you could feel the impact it was yes, having. Yes. Um, and like going to Disneyland and seeing like little boys and girls interact with the T'Challa character. It's some of the cutest, coolest thing as, things I've ever seen. Um, that it doesn't really happen with like Captain America and Spider-Man in the same way. No, because like white people have always had, yes. white people have always had at least one superhero, regardless of whether it's in the MCU or not, to look up to. Yes. Like, I don't know, like somebody in DC or somebody like literally, cause there's oh, yeah. superheroes outside of comics, but we've always had some sort of cultural figure to relate to. Whereas black kids have never had that. They really haven't. So to have an entire cast mm-hmm. finally showing proper representation and not just like, not just because they're black, but because like, I, like the, I should have had the quote pulled up, but Chadwick was talking about how he, he didn't, he wanted to speak with an accent as if the country was never invaded by yes i read i read this it was in um it was in uh ryan it was in the director's yeah yeah like so just things like that like it, it it went it went even farther than just having black characters on screen it was black characters that have been untouched by white colonizers basically yeah. I mean, and it, play, it plays into the storyline, too, mm-hmm. when, when they come. And she says, Akoya says, Starbucks, maybe the other <laughs> Maybe it's the other way around, but I know she says those two things. So just, a, just such a, a loss, and I think it, it really shows by how shocked and touched everybody was from, like, his passing. It just... Yeah, it's just so unreal. And did you read that article that I posted on Twitter about grieving celebrity deaths? Yeah, yeah. I thought it, it was. It was written in twenty seventeen. Yeah, we, A lot of people lost. A lot of people, like Carrie Fisher, died. So it's an, an article from Esquire, and it's nothing. Nothing is wrong with you for being sad about a celebrity death. And the quote is: No, of course you didn't actually know any of the giants who left the earth in this year. They didn't know you, but your relationship was every bit as important and maybe even more intimate. They gave you art that helped you get to know yourself. It's not for anyone anyone else to be able to, to tell you how significant that should be or how you should react to their deaths. 
tell the grief police to get lost and feel all of your feelings. You'll drive yourself crazy if you don't, or worse, you'll just get dull. Yeah. yeah. That's basically how I feel about anybody that critiques people you, for... You aren't allowed to tell other people what they should and shouldn't feel. Yeah, I think I think people just don't. There's some there's some people that don't understand the fascination with like loving a celebrity, but like again, Chadwick was so much more than just an actor, in my opinion. He was just yeah, yeah. yeah it's just sending all of our love to his family yeah. and anybody that is grieving the loss of of him. And then almost complete 180. What are we talking about today, Kelsey? Or should I say, what are you talking about today? <laughs> I thought we would just talk about like dating and relationships and love and all the bullshit that we put ourselves through because of those things or the desire to want to have those things. What has your experience? with dating been in high school versus as a young adult versus thank you for calling me a young adult i'm like pushing 30 my friend <laughs> that's a young adult i think you're a young adult until you're like 37 oh my god anyways um yeah i didn't i didn't really date in high school i don't think i dated at all i had a lot of crushes and a lot of boys not interested in me and I mean, not much has changed, really. I would say, yeah, I just, I don't know. I wasn't, I don't know. I, I wasn't, oh my God, it's going to sound so like me being like, I wasn't like other girls. I just, I, I just, I really like wasn't, like it just wasn't, I wasn't somebody that boys picked, you know what I mean? That's not, which is fine. Like I, clearly hasn't hurt me too much because I'm still talking about it 10 years later but (laughs) dating now is different ish kind of I don't use dating apps I refuse we've had this conversation the only time I've ever used them was once when I was in New York and I was like, I'm going to get murdered. And that it lasted a whole maybe 15 minutes. <laughs> it lasted a whole maybe 15 minutes. Uh, so, I mean, my first long-term relationship was when I was 19. I was in my first, it's the first year of college. It lasted two years. It was, I would say it was a good first relationship. Obviously, it wasn't perfect. There was some bad times, some gaslighting, some (laughs) toxicness to it. But um, for the most part, it was good. It, It was, when we broke up, I, you know how it's like so cliche when everybody's like, your first heartbreak is the hardest. Da, 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 da. That is right. That is 100%, 100% right. Like, I grieved the loss of this man and this breakup. Like, I was grieving somebody that I was married to for 50 years. I mean, that's, I'm dramatizing it a bit, but like, it was, it was rough. It was not 
fun at all. And now I think back and I just want to like cradle that little me. And I'm like, this man ain't shit, girl. (laughs) He really isn't. And like, trust me, you are going to have seven glow ups. And he is just going to glow down and down. I actually sent Sydney a photo of this man for the, like, she's never seen him. We haven't really talked about my, like, past relationships before. Not really. Just, I've just, like, alluded to them. And Sydney, Sydney had some interesting thoughts. <laughs> it just was not what I was expecting. And that brings me to, like, another thing. Like, I have realized that something that I need to work on in relationships is, like, not just like men pursuing me and me being like oh maybe I am into this person I need to be a bit more picky with with who I'm into and that's why you only fall in love with men that look like Harry Styles uh, uh, <laughs> Where? Uh, yeah but it was it was good I just uh, breakups are shit like I don't do not wish that on anybody everybody needs to go through it just so you can understand that it's really, really bad, but you can pull yourself out of it and you really don't need anybody. That's my, my big thing. So now when I have, when I'm with somebody and obviously when things go to shit, I'm sad for maybe a month, if that, and then I'm like, okay, move on. Like the most recent fling, Kate, Sydney was with me for everything. And I've, I mean, I'm still salty, but like, you know. Yeah. I feel like I've bounced back. Yeah, recently. you're not sad anymore because every time you tried to be sad to me, I was like, no, no. Like, oh, look at him, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> you kill me. What was, we do have to thank him though because he did, he was kind of the one that like really got us talking. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to thank him. Sorry, we're not going to, he's not like the catalyst of this friendship, but he did help like, you were like, oh my god, I want to hear all about him. And that's basically when I was like... because yeah, I like to eat. <laughs> I live vicariously through other people's crushes and relationships. Yeah, and then you don't have to deal with the bullshit. I mean, yeah, you have to deal with it. I'm just getting long forever. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, love is, love is interesting, I think. I think when you're, when you're in it, when you're in it and you know it's not right you still women especially do this all the time they want we want to make it like to fix it we we're women are our fixers 100% we want to just we want things to work out especially when you've invested time and energy into a person in a relationship um i remember even when me and my first boyfriend were broke, breaking up and i remember being like to him i'm like you wouldn't just like throw away a house just because of a few broken light bulbs or something. I was, I mean, I was like a baby. Like, I mean, I was 21, but I was like, oh, my little. <laughs> I think back now, like, I think about how like sad and broken and like upset I was and how I was just fighting to be with this person that like deep, deep down I did not want to be with. You also really get used to having somebody there. So it's like the loss that person no longer being there like you like I was watching this tv show called Dollface and in the first episode I've never seen it before I just I just started watching it um in the first episode she's saying like her and her boyfriend are breaking up and she's saying to him she was like I've spent the last 
five years with you. What am I supposed to do now? That is like the kind of mentality. It's like, well, what do you do now? Yeah, especially when it's been that long. And and in Dollface, she's kind of like straight away from her like friends because she had this man. That's something that I've always been really good with. Like, I I always make sure mm-hmm. that my friends are my priority. My friends my friends will forever be, the like, the biggest love of my lives. My lives. Loves of my life. <laughs> just, yeah, just because they are, they are the ones that have been there. Like, I, I, may, I joke about this with Danielle and Sophie all the time just because I've been friends with them for 10 years. I'm like, you guys are literally my longest relationship. Like, mm-hmm. you are... I mean, you too, obviously, but like. Oh no, I'm new. Okay. I mean, no, well, yeah, but I'm grouping a whole bunch of people in. Like, you are the loves of my life. It's it's true though, and we need to we need to start like romanticizing. Not romanticizing, because that's kind of a little. But like, we need to start okay. looking at our friendships, like relationships there was this article it was about i think it was like chinese seven chinese women all bought a house together so they could like retire Uh, it yeah uh uh-huh you sent this to me i'm obsessed with it because like that's gonna be me and my friends for me it's kind of like since i haven't dated a i don't i don't really want to because i like don't know what i'm missing and i'm like pretty chill on my own with my friends so it's i'm not I have no desire to get on a dating app. I have no desire to be set up on a blind date. I'm not in that mentality. Like, if it happens, it happens. But I'm not going to force anything. Which, in my opinion, is, is, like, kind of amazing. Because you would think it would be the opposite. Like, because, because you haven't been in a relationship, you would want to be, like, joining dating apps and everything. I, I mean, I think, honestly, I never... Because this is what happened. So my high school, there was two guys to every girl. Not just in my grade, but in the entire school. Like, that's how it was. And then I, so that wasn't happening. And then I went to a college with the same ratio. And also in college, I knew I was going to do semester in LA. I knew I was going to graduate early. And I knew I was going to study abroad. And nobody was going to stop me from doing that and I knew if I tried to date somebody I would be less likely to actually do those things that I wanted to do as a freshman so I was like no no that's not happening so then came to LA for a semester not going to date anybody because I'm going to London the semester after that went to London not going to date anybody because I don't live there and I had to come back to the United States I have regrets about that though. <laughs> but not- but not really. No, you know, no. I mean, that, was, that was just a joke. No, but like, you would think, but also, I think, I was thinking about this the other day, and, and being in London was really when I started to come into my, my own for like various reasons and be like, I'm actually like pretty cool. Like, I'm, I don't need to date anybody. I'm like pretty cool on my own. And then you come back to Los Angeles don't really want to date anybody because I want to get out of America. <laughs> um, Interesting that you talk about like coming into your own because that's how I felt after the breakup. I didn't feel it for like for maybe like four months, but I really felt like 
And I know we use the term glow up, like that's like a whatever cringe millennial term, but that's really, it really felt like I was really just stepping into who I was becoming. Yeah. And it feels good. Like it feels nice. And I, it's, it's amazing that you, I mean, I don't think I needed the breakup in order for that to happen. I just think I was using the relationship as a, a bit of a crutch to not go after those things. So I was like, okay, well, I have this person now in my life that I need to kind of somewhat prioritize, even though I really shouldn't have. Yeah, I, I think the reason why it's so easy for me to do that is because of the Paralympics and doing that when I was 15 and 16. I went to New Zealand and Australia by myself. I mean, I was put with the team, but I was the youngest on the team and I was by myself. And then I would travel by myself and we went to Mexico for the other competition. So I was always like, I can do all this on my own. Um, but and that's such a good because you don't want to lose your in, your independence in a relationship. Like you, you are your own entity. You aren't just this. You're not another. You're not just like partnered with this person. You don't. You don't want to be codependent. As a great as it is, I think that I'm. I don't really care. There are definitely some downsides to not caring, like, because eventually, yeah, I do want to, like, be married and have kids and all that stuff, and and you can't just sit around and wait for it to happen sometimes, but, like, that's what I'm going to do, because I don't want to, what's it called, I don't want to you don't want to force it with, like, dating apps and stuff. Like, you just want yeah, it to be nice. What I'm not looking for is, like, force it. I can't think of what I'm looking for. Like, I don't want to take the initiative. I'm also, it's also me being lazy. Like, to be honest, it's also me being lazy. But at it's the so same fun. time, like, I, I'm also kind of like, I'm, I'm awesome. Like, I'm cool. I would want to hang out with myself. So I want somebody to, like, notice and be like, oh, I want to hang out with that girl. I don't want to have to be like, hello, hello, hang out with me. I'm over here, you know, which is kind of what I feel like dating apps are. Like, if you want to use them, cool, use them. Like, do you. But I shouldn't have to literally make an exhibit of myself <laughs> to be like, love me. And that's why, like, the years between, like, my relationships, like, my first relationship and my second relationship, there was four years in between that. Because yeah. I just don't feel, I don't feel like I need to be jumping through hoops to get people to notice me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't think anybody should have to. If, I mean, obviously being lonely and wanting love are, like, it's hard. It's, like, it's yeah. hard to be. There are times where I'm, like, when this sucks. Yeah, I know. Boys note me those those times. Don't worry. I I know, girl. But I feel you. Like, but but I think it's good that I don't know. We're both kind of going through it together. I know I've been in a relationship, so it's not exactly like. But but like, I I don't think. I think culture puts a lot of like. For women, it kind of sucks because. If you date a lot of people, people have an automatic opinion of you. Mm -hmm. If you haven't dated a lot of people or know people by the time you're my age, people have another opinion of you. And they kind of 
you know, it's, they're negative on both sides, but I, I wish we were at a place where it like literally like, yeah, you've dated people before and I have it, but we're kind of in the same mindset now. Does it really matter? You know, like there's no more or less value for either of us. Yeah, really. But for like our culture, it has like a negative connotation that I haven't dated. And there's also just the idea idea that you need to be, you have to mark things off by a certain point. Like you need to be done university by 21. You need to have, you need to be engaged by between 25 and 28. Like, whereas for me, my entire, my entire 20s have just been me being like, you know, fuck that. I'm just going to go back to school at 23 get a degree by 25 you know what I mean yeah so my entire like 20s have just been me being like no we're just gonna do things when I'm gonna when I want to do them if if I'm behind quote-unquote behind other people say la vie I mean I took timing that kind of thing timing used to stress me out so much and like little things still do like I'm like I have to finish this thing that I'm doing by September 12th or it's not going to be good. And it's not the case. (laughs) There's no real deadline, but I mentally put myself through one. And I think that's why when I had a YouTube channel, I was like, I got so stressed that I eventually stopped because I was like, I need to do a video every Saturday. And I need And once I kind of let all that timing stuff go, my skin cleared, I felt better, I was happier. Like, there's no timeline. There's no timeline here. None. Especially when you think about love and dating. Like, you don't know when you're going to meet somebody. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and I think about, like, like, no shade to anybody that gets married when they're younger, but, like, I think when there's just like so much life ahead of you, like obviously if you found your person at 21, go ahead, go for it. Yeah. I think if you're sad that you haven't found your person at 21, you just need to think about how you have literally another knock on wood, 60 years left to find that person. I, oh, I, I always tell myself, and this is not just me, like, trying to make myself feel better. I truly believe it. I would rather date less people and have my heart broken less times <laughs> than, than not. And I think that's, I mean, I dragged myself for picking people that pursue me first. <laughs> but I, so I'm, I'm still quite picky about that. Like, again, my, my first relationship and my second relationship were four years in between those. And then my second relationship to like, let's just say the most recent excursion I had with a man. Um, that sounds sexual, but it's not sexual. It just, <laughs> the most recent, like, six months of whatever I had with a man. Um, <laughs> sorry, Sydney's mom, if you're listening. <laughs> Literally, whenever I say anything remotely problematic, I'm like, oh my god, Sydney's mom's gonna hate me. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's gonna think I'm a bad influence. Um, sorry and then yeah like so my second relationship was we broke up in 2018 so it's been two years you know what I mean so like there's I'm not just like consistently dating just for fun it's really just 
if I'm meeting somebody that I somewhat jive yeah. with, I say, yeah. why not? And what I was saying was like, that's just for me. I <laughs> would rather do that. Like, I don't think, I don't think dating a bunch of people and having your heart broken is a bad thing. I just, I just know myself. Yeah. And I and getting my heart broken is going to take me a while to mend because I know myself. And I know that I get attached super quickly. Um hi. <laughs> hi. Um and I would rather not make myself go through that a bunch of times. Um that's my two cents on dating since I've never done it before. I mean, I love love. I am its biggest fan. Um, yeah. It just hasn't happened, and that's totally chill. Like, and again, I feel like this, this topic could just go on forever. So, maybe, well, probably we'll do another episode of to do yeah. with. Because I, I feel like I, I definitely have more to say. Like, we could talk about long distance relationships because I've been in one of those. <laughs> Me and you are kidding. <laughs> that's true it's true well i feel like that's a good place to wrap it up i do too i think i think we talked about dating we didn't go into like love and stuff but i think that's 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 go on forever there's a reason why people the writers writers poets etc have been writing about love since the beginning of time it Mm -hmm. can just there can be a topic uh, whenever whenever we will never get exhausted no, I God, we talk about love twenty four seven. Oh, not even in it with each other, yes, but not with other people. <laughs> love you, Sid. On that note, <laughs> bye. This podcast is currently not sponsored by anyone. But if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about this episode, please reach out to I Hate Us Already on Instagram and or Twitter. Thanks.